previously on Plotty Time. Probably for tax evasion purposes. <laughs> I say that apropos of literally no evidence. <laughs> I'm just, I kind of think of it as the the Vulcan ship from the new Star Wars movie, the first one. But he doesn't say it that calmly. He kind of says it crazily. Spaddle's father. everyone and welcome to potty time the podcast where we three gamers discuss video game stories in detail with all the necessary and appropriate backlash on one side of the table we have chump slap are you in love with me or are you in prank with me and on the other side of the table is dr scientist all i want is money fuck the fame i'm a simple man and my name is papa scotch and as i always say i'm not your coach he survived (laughs) welcome to potty time And we'll start this week like we start every week, which is with Papa Scotch's correction crevice. And we actually have one. It was your mistake. It was my mistake, yes. Obviously. Um, Last time I said that Call of Duty, we were talking about Call of Duty Modern Warfare, the new one, and we were talking about installation size. And Mm -hmm. I said it was something ridiculous like 80 gigs. Mm -hmm. Well, I was incorrect. It's actually 143 gigabits. You idiot. Fool. (laughs) (laughs) So. I thought it was kind of (laughs) low. It was off by like 60 gigs. Damn, that's ridiculous. It sounds better if you say 75% because then you're worse. Really? Am I? Okay. (laughs) You know what? Let's start with you then, Dr. Scientist, with our normal segment. Uh, What'd you play? What'd you watch? What have you been doing over there? (laughs) (laughs) uh well i watched the first episode of the new hbo thing with uh mark ruffalo i know this much is true Mm, i haven't heard of it don't know yeah i don't know anything about it i don't know exactly what the point of it is yet but he plays like a guy and he's got a twin brother who's a paranoid schizophrenic and his so he plays two roles yeah it's like a norbit (laughs) (laughs) kind of (laughs) a clump situation is that what you're saying <laughs> but and then he's like his mom's dying of cancer and stuff but i got through the whole first episode and didn't figure out what the whole purpose of the show was ah uh, it's it's mystery <laughs> yeah yeah and i started watching this uh a belgian show called into the night where like they're trying to fly around the world fast enough so they don't see the sun because the sun's killing everybody what <laughs> yeah it's crazy it's funny if we're being 100% honest, that's on my list of what I watched this week. <laughs> really? Yeah. Did you enjoy it? Because I watched like three episodes. I was, I was liking it. If you just bail on the scientific explanation of everything. Yeah, that's kind of what it's I a, It's a good drama. Like, it's fine. Hmm. And they're in a plane, so they can't really go anywhere. <laughs> so it's like Snowpiercer in the air. <laughs> Except Snowpiercer sucked, and this is good. Snowpiercer was amazing. You're wrong. Anyway, so <laughs> and, uh, I was just going to say, I guess in the thing, the sun is acting like a microwave and like cooking people from the inside, but yet yeah. it leaves all structures and everything else completely fine. That can happen. It's like a virus, I guess. Yeah. At first, I thought it was some kind of virus, but then the explanation was kind of not up to snuff in my book, but whatever. Hmm. I probably won't check that out. Yeah, it's, it's all right. It's not subtitled or anything. It's in English. Mm, that makes it worse. It's in like nine different yeah. languages. Because <laughs> they speak Belgian and it's dubbed, and then they speak English and it's just the Scottish guy speaking English. Yeah, it's like and British English speak and then Italian. American English. <laughs> yeah. 
It's uh, but they they did a pretty good job. Yeah, I liked it. And uh, as far as games go, I found this game on PlayStation that was fifty nine cents called Area. Area. A e r e a. Is it a bunch of math problems? <laughs> no, it's music problems. <laughs> okay, it, it was really weird. It was worth fifty nine cents. <laughs> How long did you play it? Like six hours. Damn. Wow. You got your money's worth, son. Yeah, but to platinum it, I'd have to play it for like another 20, which is not worth it. Isn't it? No. How rare is the platinum? (laughs) I should check that out. (laughs) It might be worth it. (laughs) That also ties into something I'll talk about later. (laughs) Uh, And I I played this game called The Complex, which is like kind of like Erica. I don't remember if you remember Erica that I played. I don't know what you're talking about. It's like about. live action shot. And you can pick choices and you guys go do this stuff. It's like Bender Snatch. Yes. Is that the one with the the woman from Letterkenny? Letterkenny yes. on the cover? Mm. Yes, it is. Okay. I downloaded it. I haven't played it yet. Would you give it Did you get a thumbs up, thumbs down? What are we talking mm. here? So, I enjoy it. It wasn't as good as Erica was, but I only played it once through. I got to see the other endings. So thumbs sideways? Yeah. Yeah, maybe tilt it slightly a up. Twitching like, yeah, like maybe, <laughs> maybe thirty degrees off the flat. Oh, okay. With a little bounce of five degrees each way, you can see. <laughs> so, it. would you say that you enjoyed it, but you could see how other people wouldn't? One of those situations. Yeah, if like you it know, may I mean, not be some thing for some people. It's not very interactive. There's only so many choices you can make. But if you don't mind watching it, hmm, interesting. It was worth it. And then I spent a lot of time playing with magic cards. Magic cards. Magic cards! <laughs> you fucking dork. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I got that Ozolith for you. I just forgot to give Shh, it to you. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, did you build your commander deck? <laughs> no, I'm working on him. <laughs> That's the thing, right? I, I use that. Yeah, probably. you got that. Yeah, he acts like he doesn't know. Uh, he's, he's sneaking so in. so fucking cool. <laughs> he's playing arena. But that's all I basically did. What did you do, Papa Scotch? What did I do? I actually played a lot of video games, which is uncharacteristic, but I downloaded and played through Streets of Rage 4. Oh, yeah. How was it? If you liked the original ones for Sega, like the beat-em-ups, then it's great. It, it's it's a great time. It's a great... It, it's like one of those remakes that does a really good job of getting the feel for what was good about the old games and then updating it. So I would strongly suggest it. I don't know if at this price point if I would. A lot of people, not a lot of people, but remember we talked last week about how Destructoid saying it might be game of the year. Yeah. I yeah, mean, yeah. fuck that. Like it's it's fun and it's about an hour, an hour and a half to beat it, but you have to keep replaying it with different characters in the same levels with the same power-ups. It's just you it gets it? tedious. <laughs> no, I don't think I will. There's just way too many playthroughs. Depends how rare it is. <laughs> Speaking of how rare it is, I also played Gun Club VR. Ooh. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, yeah it's uh, basically a virtual shooting range. You shoot targets with guns. You get money. You buy more guns. That's pretty much it. So it works but, like uh, real life. You'll exactly. get money for shooting targets. I was. It was a joke. <laughs> I don't get it. But so... <laughs> The only thing stopping me from the Platinum is the sheer tedium of it, which I'm pretty sure I can overcome because it's a pretty rare Platinum. What is yeah. it? It's uh, ultra rare, I think, 0.2 or 0.02. Oh, did it just come out? No, it's been out for since 2017, I think. <laughs> you nice. can do it. 
You better have it done by next week. I've done every trophy except for you have to get a platinum score on every range or every allied range competition or whatever. Mm-hmm. And the, the, it's not that they're hard. It's just that there's, I think, like 200 more I need to do. <laughs> allied, like World War II? Yeah, there's only there's two shooting ranges. One's like a warehouse. And they it's like a big, it's the same map but they'll stick you in different areas and have targets pop up from different areas. So they make it feel like it's a bunch of different ranges, (laughs) but they do the same thing with like an allied uh, world war two bombed out street. And they stick you like all over the place to shoot targets. It's uh, like I said, it's tedious. Sounds, sounds amazing. Yeah. It's, it's so much fun guys. (laughs) I bet it is. But uh, also played a little bit more of Outer Worlds, trying to get back into that. I feel like I didn't give that enough time. So that's what I've been playing. I also got on a uh, you didn't watching... finish Scourge or whatever it was for Stadia. Oh, Guilt? No, I didn't get back into Guilt yet. <laughs> no Stadia. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be stupid. <laughs> uh, I watched McMillions. Yeah? What'd you think? I think your impression was perfectly spot on that it didn't need to be like six hours. It could have been like three and been amazing. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of fat. And also, it really bothered me. That really fucking bothered <laughs> yeah, me. Because you went to McDonald's a lot during that time? Fuck yeah, I did. So did it's I. not even... It's just that this guy stole $25 million and got three years in prison. Well, that's not that much money, actually. What? Well, it takes me to my second thing. I watched Bad Education... The movie about the school embezzlement thing in New York with Hugh Jackman. Oh, uh, yeah. A true story? Yeah, based on a true story. And he stole him and his... Uh, stole? Stoled skills. <laughs> they they gone took... <laughs> millions. They gone took millions of dollars from the school district, and they're both in jail for like 15 years. Yeah, see. Well... I agree with that. One stole from a public school and one stole from a multi-million dollar company. Yeah. Billion dollar company. Should be a class action lawsuit. I should get the money back that I spent at McDonald's because I wouldn't have went there if they didn't have. I'm pretty sure that probably already happened. (laughs) Yeah, it did at at the, uh, they said at the end of the documentary that when McDonald's, like it got public and everyone heard about it, they just randomly selected people and gave out $25 million. Like the same money that was stole. I remember that. That was took. That got took. That got done took. <laughs> it got done took. Done got took. Uh, Both are correct. Last, last thing I watched was that show on Hulu from Justin Roiland, who created Rick and Morty, Solar Opposites. Yeah. Uh, okay. How was it? Um, there were some moments in there that really made me laugh out loud. Really? Uh, yeah, there were some really good moments. I mean, I'd say if you're a fan of the show... But not a crazed rabbit super fan, you might like it. What if you're a crazed rabbit super fan? Then you're probably an asshole, so you wouldn't like <laughs> cool stuff. Mm, okay. Fair enough. But uh, it was good. Like it had uh, Justin Roiland is one of the main characters doing his Rick voice, and one of the other main characters is Thomas Middleditch. Nice. And they're uh, they're basically aliens who come onto Earth. They escape to their planet that was blowing up, basically, and they're trying to like. It's weird because everyone in society just accepts they're aliens and like they go to school and get teased for being aliens. Like the Coneheads? Kind yeah. of, yeah. But they also don't understand Earth. They're trying to learn it. Like there was an episode where like the they went to their... they went, Yes, they went to their neighbor's <laughs> house 
and saw his man cave and thought it was hilarious and great, so they tried to build their own. <laughs> and they didn't understand why they didn't enjoy it as much as his man cave, so they created a robot to nag them. <laughs> it was... Oh, the no. Robot tried to kill everyone. So it's but, uh, just like Coneheads. <laughs> it's pretty much shot for shot, yeah. Coneheads. Dan Aykroyd's suing. It's a whole thing. <laughs> So uh, what about you there, Chump Slap? What have you been playing, watching, doing? What's going on over there? That's all I got. I've been playing Uncharted 4. Did you play the what? other three? No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. This guy's addicted to treasure. It's breaking up his family. <laughs> it's a. You're kind of jumping into the story late, though. It's a classic story <laughs> of addiction. <laughs> and overcoming it. Treasure might as well be opioids. Yeah. You know? I mean, it's the same thing. <laughs> I still don't like how you have to... I had to follow some guy. And it's like, right. oh, he went this way. But I have to move shit to jump up there and do this. <laughs> it's like, how the hell did he get there? It wasn't easy. <laughs> Love how that's the problem you have with the game. <laughs> that annoyed me. And then the fact that like you find... The all this stuff, and there's always the enemy one step ahead of you. Yeah, that is pretty fucking annoying. I'll yeah. that. <laughs> that happens in every Uncharted. Yeah, it's it's just like Tomb Raider, like all that shit. It's, I don't get it. Well, the game would probably be boring if there wasn't enemies to shoot. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> but that's all I game this week. I've been watching... Seinfeld, four and a half seasons of it this oh, week. That's so good. What? Well, Jerry Stiller died. <laughs> yeah. And he doesn't come in until fucking season five, episode two. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah. I didn't know it was that. That's like less than half of the, se- the yeah. whole series. That's the first time he shows up. The hand model episode. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Chomp Slap, for educating us on that. Yeah, no problem. Oh, it's such a great show. Yeah, it is good. I just have it like on constantly when I'm not playing video games. Or the only, the only thing movies. is that most of their problems could have been solved by cell phones. I know. I don't. It, you can't look at it like that. I know. I know. <laughs> it would be nothing <laughs> if they had cell phones. If the it's product of its time, you know. Yeah, you gotta yeah, just yeah. It was so go good. Watched a couple movies. I watched. No. So I married an axe murderer. Move oh, your big nice. head. <laughs> Heed. <laughs> it's got its own satellite. <laughs> it's I haven't. S- I mean, it's been years since yeah. I've seen that. Yeah, Does it hold me up? too. Uh, yeah, it's still okay. Yeah, I mean, it was okay before, and it's still okay. I guess that's yeah. It, it wasn't like a great movie to begin with. So, and the only funny part is making fun of the fat kid's head. <laughs> He's not a fat kid. He's just well, a kid. He's got a big, big head. head. Yeah. Same thing. <laughs> it's like an orange on a toothpick. <laughs> So you can really relate to this story? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Like? <laughs> Size 27 hat. With your huge melon. It really, really hits home. <laughs> I watched UHF. Oh. Wow. Wheel of Fish. <laughs> it's been ages since I saw that. I know. It's it's a crazy one. Oh, so good. <laughs> Conan the Librarian. <laughs> It's such a weird movie. I, it was another product of its time. And Brain Candy, Kids oh. in the Hall. Nice. 
Dad's upstairs masturbating to gay porn. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Did you clean daddy's gun? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, son. He pets him like a cat. <laughs> so good. Oh, it's so good. It's such a great movie. I want to make a painting of that scene where he's just <laughs> walking up the stairs with his open briefcase, <laughs> papers flying everywhere. You should. Do it for next week. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I will. Like a four foot by six foot, like a whole wall. Yeah, like a big ass painting. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but those those weren't the slappiest of the movies I watched. No, those were all good movies. The slapper of the week is <laughs> Wrong Cops. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you guys ever seen this movie. No. I no, no, I haven't. I missed actually. that one. Eric Wareheim's in it. Uh uh, Kenneth Branagh. I can't think of any names right now. But. Kenneth Branagh. <laughs> Dame Judi Dench stars. <laughs> In Wrong Cops. It's about this cop who accidentally shoots a guy and he's trying to get rid of the body and craziness. Why would he do that? Cops can shoot anybody they want. He wasn't black, was he? <laughs> no. Oh, he shot a white guy. Ah, <laughs> oh, there it is. Because <laughs> he shot it. him in his own backyard, like... So he, was, he shot a white guy, is what you're saying. He was trying to shoot somebody else, but totally missed and hit this guy. And he's like his neighbor. And <laughs> it's getting weird. But check it out. It's by Quentin Depew. I don't know how to pronounce, <laughs> how to pronounce his name. Depew? Like Peppy? It's like D-U-P-I-O-U-X. Something like that. Depew. Despro. Depew. Depew. Oh, the guy made rubber, but yeah. Oh, so this is his next movie. Yeah, I, th- I don't know. I think it was before rubber. I don't know. Either way, but check it out. It's a good one. Awesome. That is your slapper of the week. Wrong oh, cops. Oh, Dame Judy Dench <laughs> and Kenneth Branagh. No, that's not it. <laughs> you must have watched the remake. No, oh, yeah, probably. Well, I got some video game news. Some stuff actually happened this week. No, no. Why? Yeah, I don't have to like go fishing for bullshit <laughs> and speculation and other crap. But uh, we have some actual news. The big news this week is Tony Hawk yeah. 1 and oh, 2 Remaster yeah. coming September 4th. I can't wait if it's going to be exactly like the first one. And two. Yeah, remember when they tried to do that before, yeah, but the controls sucked. were off? Yeah. They're saying this one, uh, the skaters are going to be aged. That's, so the same skaters. So what, they're going to be like 30 years older than they were in the last <laughs> Exactly, <game>? yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, same courses, and it's they're going for one-for-one experience with physics and controls. So it's uh, basically, their goal is to make it the exact same thing with updated graphics. It better be. That, same, tra- same music tracks, too. Yeah, most of them, yeah. they said. They had problems with some licensing. Well, they have the Dead Kennedys in, that's all I knew. Yeah, I think Suicidal Tendencies didn't make it, and one of the Even Rude tracks didn't make it. There's oh, a no. Like a hand. Yeah. I do, I will miss hearing Psycho Vision. <laughs> Still gonna have fucking uh, Motorhead. Was that yep. Tony Hawk Two? Uh, the remember? Oh, what was it? The Bring the Noise, the Anthrax. Yeah, uh, Public Enemy song. Oh, he's not gonna God. make it. <laughs> I remember here. I've heard that seven hundred times, so I'm fine with that not well, being. I've in heard it. every song on Isn't Tony there? Hawk. <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> Goldfinger. <laughs> yep, Superman. Yep, Bad Religion. Uh, yep. one of the Power Man Five Thousand. <laughs> yes. Oh, I can't wait to play this. What was the Dead Kennedy song? Police Truck? Yeah, Police Truck. 
and then the bad religion song was you. That's right. Mm. I have noticed, and this is I don't have any like actual, you know, facts to back this up. I'm trumping this one. <laughs> but I have I have noticed that uh when you look online and the reactions and what people are saying about it, there's like the older generation is super fucking psyched about this. Yeah. Anyone like 35 and older is so excited about this. And then all the younger kids like under 30 are like, why does everyone give a shit about a skateboard game all of a sudden? <laughs> <laughs> like, like they don't get it. They weren't around for it. Oh, like yeah. how fucking big this game, those games were. I can't wait to collect all five tapes and start an earthquake in San Francisco. Uh, oh, right. Uh, oh, what was the right, skate? Don't forget to yeah, collect oh, yeah, all yeah. the skate letters. Yeah. My God, gonna be great. Maybe I should have ended with the good one. But, uh, <laughs> so, uh, next news: Anthem 2.0. Remember us talking about this? How they yeah. said they were going to uh, a year after its release. No one was playing it, so they said there's good back in February there'd be a redesign and it'd be like Anthem 2.0. Well, it turns out that only like 30 people are working on that right now, and it may take upwards of a year for Anthem 2.0 to come out. So just, I'm just curious: is wouldn't that just be Anthem 2? Why not just name it something else? Yeah, get yeah. that stigma out of there. Jingle balls, <laughs> jingle balls, perfect. <laughs> it's just amazing how mediocre that game was. And they're still trying to save it. Just let it die. Yeah. You know, they're not all going to be smash hits, you know? You're EA. You have so much money from FIFA microtransactions. Who gives a shit if you make a stinker once in a while? (laughs) (laughs) Like, let it go. Seriously. So uh, that is at the 2.0. The other big news I teased last week was PGA Tour 2K21 coming August 21st. VR? I don't know. know. Probably not. But it's from the same people that made uh, Golf Club 2019. They've got up to 15 pro golfers, 15 courses. So it looks like it's a stepping stone to like a full license, bigger version. But, you know, we'll see. Uh, a serious question. Why would you need the pro golfers and not just the golfer you make? To play uh, you against. don't need them. Uh, it just adds a, I guess, a sense of uh reality to it because you'll be playing for the FedEx Cup. Oh, that's real. I can do that. The FedEx the, Cup the is real. Offer. No, I mean like uh it's like the same thing you see in NFL games with licenses. Like what if Madden what didn't have the NFL license and it was just the yeah, Chicago Hitmen. <laughs> yeah. The San Diego but that's a team. Sunrays. One guy that you'll probably make your own character for, right? Yeah, right. But- you are you are gonna make your own character and progress through the world as that character, but there are going to be events where you head to head or play with pros. Yes. You play against them. Anyway, so that's PJ <laughs> Tour, two K twenty one, coming August twenty first. And that is all the news I have for this week. Oh, some good ones, some bad ones. But anyway, yo, Tony Hawk remaster. That's pretty cool, right? <laughs> Fucking sweet. I can't wait to do do a backflip over the pit in school and go through the. <laughs> oh, remember the acid drop? I don't remember any of the names of the special things anymore. Remember the long ass rail? Yeah. Is that in the first one where you go? Yeah, the first. All the way around in the U. The shape? warehouse. Yeah, that's what I thought. Oh, what a great. Is there going to be manuals <laughs> remember... in it? No. I think the... so. I, I think they're adding the manuals and the like uh, lip tricks. I, just, I think I remember hearing that. I saw Manuel's Tony Hawk and two, right? And Black, yeah, and Jack Black playing it. And there weren't manuals, but there were lip tricks. Interesting. Could be wrong. Who knows? 
I guess we'll have to wait and see on September 4th when it comes out. That's so far away. It's like eight or nine years from now. (laughs) I don't know. You're talking about time means nothing anymore. That's what I mean. Yeah, so it's already now. And then the election is going to start, and that's going to slow everything else down. When will then be now? (laughs) Soon. (laughs) Okay. What happened to then? We just passed then. When? Right now. (laughs) (laughs) What a great movie. Spaceballs is great. Go see Spaceballs. Yeah. And Brain Candy. Yeah. And Brain Candy. Yeah. And Wrong Cops. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, then, how about we get into the game? How about it, guys? Let's check it out. All right. I mean, we're here. We got all this shit set up. Yeah. Might as well. This week, we are talking about the... PlayStation 1 exclusive, undisputed classic that everyone knows about, Galarians. Yay. Uh, So many memories. (laughs) (laughs) This three-disc PlayStation 1 game. Really? Yep. Yes. Was released August 26th, 1999 in Japan and March 29th, 2000 in North America. Uh, exclusively for PlayStation and developed by Polygon Magic and published by ASCII Entertainment. It is a survival horror RPG written by Chimfa Kang, Hiroshi Kobayashi, and Ichiro Sugiyama. Getting much better. I know, right? Thanks. (laughs) I've been working on it. Um, Since I picked this game, I guess I'll just go ahead and kick us right into the uh, the rundown of what's going on here. How about it? Yeah, tell us how the game starts. Who are you? So... (laughs) Uh, the year is 2550 in the heart of the fictional Michelangelo city. There's this supercomputer called Dorothy that pretty much controls the entire city with their, you know, their trains and I guess HVAC. They don't really go into detail other than trains. But, uh, <laughs> you're playing as Rion, who is a moody 15 year old who wakes up in a hospital with total amnesia. So basically, the whole point, the catalyst of the game is you're trying to discover who you are, uh, what your past was, and who this voice in your head that keeps talking to you is. Mm-hmm. Just like Coneheads. <laughs> so I was looking for a bunch of information. The cutscene video wasn't super great, but I, uh, I, I, just a fun aside, I googled the different levels and the different areas, and it brought me to a text file on game. FAQs, remember that site? Oh I still my use god! It. I used to look there for cheat codes. <laughs> yeah, like the remember the text write ups of people like doing the walkthroughs or the those were the real item heroes. Collection thing. <laughs> yeah, they seriously. really were. So I got a lot of information from that text file from some dude who wrote it back in 1999 when the game was still in Japanese. <laughs> <laughs> so, God bless him. I watched a really. speed run that was like an hour and a half long. <laughs> yeah, there was a that was a point of contention that people were pretty mad about because it said on the box that it was fifty plus hours of gameplay, and everyone's like, "Yeah, you could beat it in like five or six. And you have <laughs> to you swap two discs out. Yeah, <laughs> yes. There's a uh, four major areas. They call them stages, and I think stage disc one was stage one and two. Wow, uh, no. they came up with this nomenclature. No, they're stage A and yeah. B. Oh, I thought that was weird. <laughs> yeah. So stage A and B are disc one, C is disc two, D is disc three. The The difference this game, there's a lot of, uh, it's like a survival horror game, but you take pills and drugs to give you yeah. Uh, yeah, different ways <laughs> to attack people. 
uh, usually Bite using telepathy, off. turning things on fire, uh, throwing them around, and there's also enhancing drugs, which... Uh, <laughs> Not male enhancement. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Boners. So, they give you full health, AP, all that kind of thing. Okay. It's kind of like the different herbs in Resident Evil. Think of it that way. Yeah, just set 500 years in the future. With tele- yes. telekinesis. Yeah. Hmm. So the cast of characters really isn't that big. But uh, let's get into it. How about it? Let's go. How does it start, Papa well, Scotch? What happens when you wake up? Ooh, ooh, thanks for asking. It starts <laughs> stage A in the Michelangelo Memorial Hospital. And you see a bunch of scientists about to inject you, Rion, with, and this is a very unfortunate name for the amount, or the, the vials they call them, but it's called B-ject. Oh, yeah. That's pretty good. <laughs> I don't, I can think whatever. of worse names. Wait, hold on a second. This is happening in Michelangelo? Yeah. Michelangelo Memorial Hospital, MMA. Do you think this takes place in the same universe as the Clerks animated series? Because that was the Ooh. town of Michelangelo. I thought it was Leonardo. Oh, it was. It was. Wrong yeah. turtle, ah, idiot. <laughs> we'll cut all that shit out. Don't Thank you worry. Thank you. Oh, jeez. Better not because I'm going to reference it later. We won't. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, you're Rian. You're getting injected with the B-ject, and you keep hearing a voice, uh, a little girl saying, they're coming to get me. Come help me. That sort of thing. You mm-hmm. get the B-jection, and... The scientists are kind of surprised because it was a quick cycle. Like, you just had an injection, and the computer said you need another one. And by doing this, they're like, yeah, it'll affect his memory, which is, you know, why you have amnesia for most of the game. Yeah, they're like, I'm surprised he's not dead. <laughs> Let's just eject yeah. him some more. <laughs> yeah, just keep going. It's kind of odd that it's such a quick cycle. Well, fuck it. Inject that son of a bitch. What the boss says. He's a child. <laughs> I mean, I'm paraphrasing, but that's yeah. pretty much exactly what yeah. they said. It was in Japanese, I didn't know. Um, you wake up, you get control of Ryan, and you shouldn't be up and walking around after all the injections you just took, but you are. How do you get, How up? Do you get up? Yeah. Because you're strapped to up. that table. Yeah. And then uh, you walk into a room, you find a scientist. He's like, I didn't do anything. I didn't do anything. Immediately defending himself. <laughs> he's like, I just do, like, just do what I'm told. Yeah, and you're like, um, what? And he's like, go talk to Dr. Rem. He's like, I just injected you with PPEs. Yeah. Do you know what, what PPE? PPEs are? <laughs> Psychic. Power enhancing. Power enhancing chemicals. That's what it was. Which uh, I already PPCs. love this. It's not a hospital. It's pretty much a lab. We get to see that very quickly. But I also love how they're like, hey, man, I'm not the bad guy. I just injected you with a whole bunch of shit I don't really understand. <laughs> yeah. I'm just following so, orders, yeah. man. Kind of like the Nazis. <laughs> mm-hmm. One of the best defenses historically. Hey, man, just following orders. <laughs> <laughs> i just doing what somebody told me to do. That guy. And uh, this whole, like, the first sequence, stage A, where you're in the hospital, your only real goal is to escape the hospital. Maybe you, you uncover a couple things about your past, but that's pretty much all you do. Like, you'll, uh, you'll go around the hospital, and you'll see a mirror or uh, something that reminds you of a part of your past, and you'll get, like, a flash. Yeah. Cutscene, like we've all seen this mechanic happen before. The girl's voice in your head keeps telling you to get out, come find yeah. me, save you, me, save me. And you know who it is? 
No, you just know it's a voice. You know by the time you leave the hospital. Oh, yeah. I don't know when it's... Uh, it's well, you... Uh, there's a great moment where you there's a door at the hospital and you just blow it out with your mind. Mm-hmm. Which is, I guess this is like the intro to the fact that you have fucking powers. Yes. I thought the intro would have been when you uh, escaped the shackles in the beginning by undoing them with your mind, but that wasn't you. And you were a little fuzzy, so... <laughs> <laughs> True, maybe it didn't happen that way. Oh, we can get into the speculation game all day here, guys. <laughs> but... Uh, going through the hospital, like after that, you blow open the door and you find a video, the the standard hospital TV room with a circular funnel of televisions. Oh, yeah. It was like a, a monitor tree is yeah. what I thought it was. Classic monitor tree. Classic hospital issue monitor tree. We've seen them everywhere. <laughs> Actually, there was one in near when I played it, near Automata. Yeah, see? They're, they're everywhere. They're all over. Maybe it's a future thing. Like that's the best way to yet else. <laughs> Yeah, no chairs and a fucking... Cathode ray TVs all stacked up together in the middle. (laughs) Yeah. Classic. Perfect. So, the Dr. Rem tells you, get back in your room. You've got nowhere to go. Return to the lab. You fucking loser. That kind of thing. I thought it was Lem, too, because that's what they always say. But then going through the character list and looking online, it's Rem. R-E-M. Are you sure... In the game, when they said it in the movie that I watched, it was Lem, but yeah, it was probably just translated from Japanese yeah. to American, and they get mixed up L's and L's. Ram, Lem. It's the same. Whatever. Same, same sound in their language. Shplem. The fucking pirate doctor. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just call him the pirate doctor. Was he the guy with the little, the little shoe on his cane? <laughs> <laughs> that was the coolest thing in this movie. <laughs> yeah, that was him, all right. His walking cane. <laughs> Dressing like a... Early 70s pimp, I guess. Yeah, that's kind of what I got. I'm a doctor. I'm bringing it back. Fashion cyclical, man. Dude, I have them in my notes as (laughs) good old shoe game. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So you continue through the hospital lab. You find a newspaper that says your your mother and father have gone missing. They're presumed dead. More glimpses of your backstory. But eventually the important part you get to is you discover something called the family program. (gasps) <gasps> oh no yeah what, what could that be I'm, I'm glad you asked is it top secret <laughs> it, it sounds like it would be is uh you also it's basically well we'll get to the full reveal later you just kind of hear it exists and it's happening all around you but you also discover as ryan that research subjects are referred to as rabbits and that the project was started by dorothy and at this point you're not exactly sure why we'll get all the pieces later mm-hmm. of course but yeah mm-hmm. sounds fishy yeah. Sure is. But then, I mean, to end the hospital level, there's not much else going on. You boss fight Dr. Lemrem. <laughs> who I guess, Shukane. was he a robot? I kind of got that. Yeah, he was a Terminator. Yeah. Because you, like, blow half his face off, and it's just a classic Terminator face. Yeah. And then you, you steal his, I put eyeball orb. Yeah. I that's, I mean, eyeballs are orbs, but. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> you know what you remove mean. his robotic eyeball Ball of orb. (laughs) Ball orb. There. So uh, as you're leaving, you use it to escape the hospital. Uh, As you're leaving, one of the characters who will soon uh, meet called Birdman sees you on the monitor escaping. He's like, it's just evil laughs. Mm -hmm. But uh, the only real catalyst for the story is Rion realized his father was involved in this somehow. So he decided to go home and figure out what the fuck's going on over there. Stage B. What is stage B? 
I'm glad you asked. <laughs> Still disc one. Stage B is your house. Oh, neat. So you go to your home and you find that your parents and Dorothy's creator, Pascale, is that how they pronounce that? Or Pascal? Pascal, I thought Pascal. Yeah. Pascal. Pascal. Pascal, yeah. P-Doctor uh, <laughs> have been murdered by Dorothy uh, because she sent all her test subjects, a.k.a. rabbits, after them. I wonder if uh, the guy who did Near Automata was inspired by this because there's a very important character named Pascal in that, too. Maybe. Did, did he put a clock in anybody's mouth? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, there we go. Basically, you're going through the house and you find a message that your father left for you. Oh, what was on this message? I'm glad you asked because this is <laughs> this is the moment of exposition dumping. Your son, favorite we part. Get, I love I love it when a story doesn't leave us clues or little ideas of the bigger picture and just fucking dumps plot on our, on yeah. our heads. It's the best way to tell a story. I hate thinking. Yeah, me too. I like just being told what's what, and that's it. So right. Tell us about this expedition dump. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you asked. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we learn a lot. Uh, at one point, I just refer to Dorothy as D in my notes. So forgive me if I just say D. But at one point, I'm Dorothy wondered <laughs> while... Uh, basically, Dorothy was a supercomputer, is a supercomputer, gained sentience, and is like, well, I control everything, so... I'm pretty much a god, so why do I have to help all these stupid humans? Because I'm a god. So basically, she took over the city, declaring herself, Dorothy, the ruler. Yeah, she was trying to understand the concept of god. Yeah, why the right. fuck would you teach AI god? Yeah. Well, that gets into the, the theme of this whole thing, because in order to kind of quash her more psycho stuff, Pascal and Rion's dad, they, all, they both noticed she was becoming more sentient, and they didn't really know what to do. So they explained the concept of gods. Like, you have to listen to us because we're we God. created you, and gods are creators, so we're gods. So that's when Dorothy goes, oh, so you just got to create a bunch of shit to be a god? I'm going to create these things called Galarians. They're just like humans, but better. Yeah. So D created a super army of psychic soldiers that she calls Galarians, and the whole point of these soldiers is to help Dorothy take over the world. Mm-hmm. Ooh. So this is basically the plot of Westworld season three. I don't know if you saw this. No, I stopped after halfway through season two. Yeah, yeah it gets uh I still like it, but it definitely took a turn. Anyway, so Rion's dad and Pascali, they basically start the family project with their own children. Things went way too far. They try to stop Dorothy. And uh, Rion was just a kid when the rabbits came and killed everybody. But uh, he does end the note with, the future of our race is in your hands. <laughs> does he explain why he says that now? Or is that later? The future of the race is in your hands, dude. <laughs> Don't say that, man. <laughs> yeah, the future of all humanity is in your moody 15-year-old body who probably didn't get much of an education. But isn't it also in someone else's? Yeah, this is where you learn about Lily. Lilia? Lilia, yeah, the woman who's been calling you in your head. Yeah. Girl. She has a virus in her head. Yes, that's where we're getting right after this because the they created a virus program that exists to kill Dorothy and it was secretly implanted in Pascal's Pascale's daughter, Lilia. 
So basically, D found this out and decided to hunt down the two kids. The idea is Rion has to find Lilia before Dorothy does in order to kill Dorothy. Exactly. So now, now the mission is find Lilia. That was kind of the mission all along, wasn't it? It was definitely part of it. Okay. I guess get out, uncover your past, and now you have this whole thing you have to deal with. Yeah. It's moving forward. You know. Yeah, now you know who you're looking and now for. Now i got to save the world. Of course. Yes. Because of my parents' hubris. Isn't that the classic? The older generation screwing it up for the new one? That doesn't happen in real life. No. Yeah, you're probably silly. right. So, uh, Rion, at some point, she he... He lifts a car out of a ridiculously deep fountain. I don't know why that car. <laughs> I thought it was a pool. <laughs> it might have been. I thought it was a fountain. Who knows? It was It was deep enough to hide a car and murky enough. Yeah, it looked like they put the car there before they built the fountain. <laughs> <laughs> this is where you find a, a note from Dr. Pascale where he reads a diary entry about Lilia communicating telepathically. And mm-hmm. also the rabbits are coming. So this is where you put it together that Lilia is the one talking to you. Yeah, but you, you s- kind of figured, but now you know. Yeah, you say it when you leave the hospital. I just thought I'd point that out. thought it was weird. And uh, after, you know, you're going through this whole house. And at some point, Rion encounters Birdman. Oh, no. Who, who I don't... Can someone explain how this guy looks? Well, he doesn't look like a Birdman. Doesn't he have... Heterochromia. Yeah. But that's about it. He looks that's like... That's all a, I know. He looks like a, one of the skinny hillbillies. He's got like... Is it a rubber pair of overalls? Yeah, I, I thought it was just bad denim. <laughs> but it could be rubber. <laughs> Hashtag bad denim. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, and he has like long, straight black hair. He looks like he came out of... Like Deliverance? A Trent video. Oh. Yeah, I was going to say he's gothy. He's very... They're all very moody, all these children. Sure. But I guess, you know, that's what you got to deal with, He's a bird man. Yeah, not a bird boy. So he was sent to the house by Dorothy to hunt down Rion and find clues about Lilia. Because, again, Dorothy has no idea where Lilia is. She's trying to find her, too. (laughs) And uh, he always gets these headaches and his brain hurts, which is probably fine. (laughs) It's probably the drugs. Yeah, I mean, yeah. he's been injected with lots of stuff too fast. Yeah. MBD. So, Rion finds some clues as to where he may find her. Uh, he actually ends up using telepathy to find her at the Babylon Hotel. Oh. So, you, you, you boss fight Birdman, and then he goes in this whole thing. He tells Rion to watch out, and anyone who makes decisions for themselves should watch out. Yeah, I didn't get that. And he's like, you killed my parents, though. I didn't kill your parents. My crazy brother did. <gasps> Foreshadowing? Maybe. Maybe. Well, we're going to get to it now where we move on to stage C. Babylon Hotel. That? Oh, shit. Is that... You find that out by actually talking to Lily, right? You yeah. talk to like a, a you doll have, or you something. You have like a doll that's connected to her. Yeah. Yes. And okay. she's like, I'm at the Babylon Hotel hiding out. So you go there. And let's talk about this first scene that I, happens when I, you first I, get I there. I ignored a lot of this because it was just you running into random people a lot. Yeah, that... I don't know how any of these connected to the story whatsoever. I think you're just walking around rooms trying to find Lily. Yeah, you're just... And open. you're just coming across like every guy, scum of the planet you can think guy of. Guy building a bomb. Yeah. Guy making drugs. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, there was a the bomb maker had like nuclear pieces in his room. Like we've clearly stumbled upon his lab, not a hotel room. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there was the the it I don't know what both. the deal was. What was with the priest? I don't know. I don't know. What was with the guy who's like, "Don't mess with me, kid. I can't stand the sight of you." Yeah. <laughs> he like throws something. At you. Was that the dude that had the machine gun lying on his yes, bed? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Christ. But anyway, the second Rion gets there, the bellhop's like, "Would you like a room?" It's like, how many hotels are like, "Hey, you're a child." You place to crash? What's going this on? This is the future. That's true. Maybe they're more open-minded. Yeah. Ooh, maybe they have like some kind of secret, not secret, public like age reduction thing yeah. going on. Uh, Can't tell what people look like, how old they are. Right. There you so go. you're like, how old are you, guy? 35? Yep, go ahead and get a room. Or I may- know you look 15. Or maybe but- it was a law passed to protect privacy because people hated showing IDs. Who knows, man? We'll never know. Maybe. But uh, he asked about where Lily is, and the bellhop's like, I don't know what you're talking about. Fuck off. So Lilia won't answer Rion's telepathy, so he starts to worry. He goes to his room, gets nothing there, and then he finds the red-haired... Uh, he finds redhead guy I just have, and that the desk clerk is dead, shoved into, like, a sink. Yeah. yeah. I, it was very brutal and gross. And uh, Rion has a flashback of two of our characters we're going to run into very quickly, Reinhardt and Rita. Oh, no. The two R's. Because it turns out that Rion was followed here by Reinhardt and Rita, who are both Galarians. Oh, of course they are. They're brother and sister. Yeah. They were sent by Dorothy to hunt him down. Exactly. And find Lilia, because I guess Birdman failed. So it's their turn. Yeah. That's what I assumed. I don't I, know why she didn't just send everybody all out at once. Yeah. Yeah, he, th- he thinks it sounds pretty important, right? Yeah, if that's your only thing you want to do. Ooh, or maybe it was robot hubris. Because like, yeah, we'll send a couple guys. They can't actually kill me, though. Fuck that guy. Probably. <laughs> Classic. <laughs> and then at this point, I just have written down shady dudes galore. Oh, that- yeah. The, the rotating cast of nonsense. Yeah. Oh, boy. So then... You eventually, you know, you're still stumbling. There's, you know, the the weird characters are the priest who asks us for money and the bomb maker all sprinkled in here all over the place. The maintenance guy who's very helpful. <laughs> I don't know. But uh, eventually you square up with Reinhardt. Yeah, you do. And you boss fight him. You kill him. And Lilia helps during the fight telepathically. And she says she should pity Reinhardt. Reinhardt's annoying. Probably the most annoying character in the whole game. Yeah, he's just like, I'm going to kill you. And then you beat him. He's like, and he just starts crying and dumping his purse out. (laughs) Uh, Apparently, he, Reinhardt killed his parents and he's afraid of Dorothy. And he has all these flashbacks about something he calls medicine time. I thought of it more of like a split personality thing. I thought he was just like a little kid that they just pump full of drugs. Well, I mean, that could all be, that could all be true. Good old shoe cane was doing it. (laughs) <laughs> shows he was a the, robot though shows up in the flashbacks though robots have no morals robot I think at one point he was a person and then he was a person of power and then Dorothy had him killed and created the clone in his yeah probably spot I think that's how it works mm-hmm. I mean you know Dorothy had to start somewhere right so yeah yeah she didn't just appear like, I, I like god I don't want my medicine mommy well whatever so he's dead now sexy anyway so (laughs) (laughs) 
you flash back to Dr. Remlem seeing what medicine time actually is, and it's Dorothy using the drugs to control her galerians. Mm-hmm. So before Lem dies, Rem dies, Remlem dies, he says he is sorry because the real him died years ago. Oh, there you go. So, I don't know if that was like a spiritual real me. Or if he's literally like, no, my body's fucking dead. <laughs> yeah. I'm a robot now. <laughs> Either way, yeah. it's a weird thing to say when you're injecting somebody with drugs. It is. It's, yeah. Well, everything sounds weird if you're injecting somebody with drugs. Not, hey, I'm injecting you with these drugs. That's a little weird. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little weird. Not like super weird. But any hoodles. So you finally find Lilia. Oh, thank God. Where was she this whole time? She was in a restaurant next door. Oh, yeah? That's what I, I think. I, I thought it was like a boiler room type thing underneath the restaurant. <laughs> I don't know. It's next door anyway. But Yeah, I had no idea. So, Lilia says she was bouncing from place to place, and she she's connected to Rion telepathically, so she feels everything he feels. Oh. Oh, so which, you saw me. In- it's got to be weird, yeah. right? <laughs> so we're a both horny right <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. It's like, I feel everything you feel, and holy shit, you masturbate so many times <laughs> every day. That was ridiculous. Take more cold showers. <laughs> That's my Lily impersonation. That was You're terrible. Welcome. That was a straight line for line quote. Oh, yeah. It was a quote. <laughs> it was a bad impersonation. I thought it was great. Any hoodles. So Rita shows up out of nowhere oh, and bitch. attacks Rion. She's here to kill Lilia. Yes. She throws a table at her. <laughs> <laughs> Knocks her right over. It's good. Rita is pretty pissed that you killed Reinhardt. Yeah. So she starts the fight by demanding you surrender. That always works. It's always yeah, worth exactly. a shot, though. Yeah. It, I mean, it does work if you're the protagonist. Not yeah. the so Rita, like you said, knocks out Lilia. She's out of the fight. And then eventually you defeat Rita. And she takes a bunch of drugs. She's like, ooh, you're going to get it now, buddy. Yeah. I'm going to take you down, inject. And then she ODs and kills herself. <laughs> not before she turns into the sun. Like She just becomes yeah. like super bright. Yes, and then you go to, I don't understand exactly how this happened, but you go to in some crazy ethereal snow globe world? Yeah. I just assumed it was I thought that psychic was just, world. She was just being crazy. She's yeah. like, oh my God, snow. And he's like, what? <laughs> no, it's not. Kill me, please. Kind of like Silent Hill 2 where they all see their own things. Yeah. Interesting. So you think it's, that's what she was seeing. Yeah. Because yeah. she's the only one who says anything about the snow. She's like, oh, my God, snow so beautiful. But uh, this is where Rita opens up a lot. She admits she hates mm-hmm. herself. She's jealous of Rion for being his own person. Uh, and her head is Poor just is he? in so much pain, she's begging Rion to kill her. Yep. So he does. So he does. Yeah, takes her right the fuck out. Huh. And then Lily is upset for some reason. Well, I mean, you just killed two people. So you didn't have to kill her. Yeah, I did. She mm-hmm. wanted it. So she wonders why... He can use the Galarian powers, but isn't under any kind of mind control or anything like that. I don't know. Let's just destroy Dorothy and get this over with. Yeah, pretty much. He's basically like, you know what? Doesn't matter. I swear I'm going to kill this stupid robot (laughs) for for the lives she's taken. I think this moment, it didn't really work for me, but I think this was trying to basically say these bad guys who just tried to kill you were humans once. Yeah, I was trying to make it poignant. Right, like, this is what Dorothy did to them. It's like, who cares? They tried to kill me. Doesn't fucking matter, because we're off to stage D. Oh, Oh my God. Papa Scotch's favorite stage. 
the Mushroom Tower, which is a dick reference, right? That's a dick reference. That's definitely a especially penis. stage D. Ah, yeah, stage. Ah, yeah. uh, I just got it. <laughs> so, ah, uh, wow. Okay, now I I have my note here. I don't know exactly where this happened. I lost it somewhere because it was in between documents. But you learned more about the family program. Mm-hmm. And the whole point was to t- use the special drugs to turn humans into Glarians. And then they use the psychic powers to do superhuman things. I think that's just... We got pieces of that. Yeah, it was spread out. As time went on. Yeah, sounds so, good. That might have just been a summary in the thing I read. But anyway. you Rion and Lilia show up at the Mushroom Tower, which is... I mean, even if it wasn't a dick reference, it's just a terrible name. Yeah. It has to be, right? I mean, why you wouldn't just call it the Mushroom Tower. Yeah. Why not just, oh, it's the Mushroom Tip. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> the Purple-Headed Bishop. <laughs> <laughs> Surprised he wasn't the end guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, we could write a doctoral essay on this for sure. <laughs> and why do those elevators on the outside look like veins? Uh-huh. <laughs> They're not going straight up and down. Yeah. Oh, gross. <laughs> <laughs> you show up, the guards are like, hey, Rion. Like, they know Rion for some reason. He's very famous. He takes him out pretty easily. Did we did we mention that this is where Dorothy is? Like, yeah. Okay. I think so. Well, if we didn't, we it, just did. Yeah. That's why you're going here. This is where Dorothy is. Correct. This is Dorothy, the mother's right in the dick. So. Big D's in Big D Tower. It's penis envy, so she had to fucking make the biggest one oh, in town. Good, good call. Good call. Robots wow. get penis envy. <laughs> Hashtag robots get penis envy. <laughs> two. Robots get penis envy, two. I didn't really understand what the fuck was going on in a lot of this level. They keep seeing ghosts. Is that Dorothy trying to trick them? I think so. I or think maybe it's them psychically talking to them. They're dead, though. Well, I mean, this is a video game. Yeah, but they're That's dead. True. Doesn't he say it's himself? Like he's doing that to him? Oh, maybe. When he first sees Birdman, I think when he like tries to read his mind or whatever, he's like, that's me. How is that? Well, Lilia gets teleported away from you, too, at a point. In yeah, right when you get in the door, I think. Yeah, yeah there's a... I guess Lilia sees Birdman, Rion sees, Rain, sees Rainheart, and they both think and say the line... It's a psycho illusion, as if that's a thing. Yeah, yeah. It maybe is when you're on drugs. Maybe it's other Galarians psychically attacking them while they're climbing this tower. Dorothy trying to protect herself. Yeah. I think they mentioned it appears to be Mother trying to scare them away. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, because they're all saying stuff like, don't go to Mother, she's going to kill you. Yeah, all the Galarians refer to Dorothy as Mother, and it's fucking weird. Mm. Not as weird as the actual design of Mother. We'll get to that in a sec. <laughs> but... Then Rita appears to Rion, and she actually talks to him like a human being and warns him that he shouldn't be there, and it's scary, and blah, 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 blah. Mm. So Typical trap. Yeah. So Rion continues on and finds his brother. Kane. <gasps> Who looks just like him. And he thinks he's also a psycho-illusion. But he's not. Yeah, he's not. Then it gets really weird. Like, this is like. Fucking daytime soap level weird. <laughs> Where he explain Kane explains to him the real Rion died in the hospital years ago. Mm. And since Rion knew Lilia and could find her telepathically, they cloned Rion and sent him to find Lilia. 
And the only reason that he got as far as he did was because they let him. This was this was mother's plan all along. Yeah, he, you're he just was, a pawn. You're a Galarian. That's why you can do all this stuff, and you were used by me. You're a Galarian. I'm a Galarian. We're all we're Galarians. All this reminded yeah. me a lot of uh, Bioshock. A little bit. Yeah. I could see that for sure. But uh, th- they tell him that he's part of the program, and then Rion and Kane square up. This is what you're programmed to do, Rion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they fight, kills Kane, still very confused on what is actually real, and then they, Lilia and Rion, go to the final confrontation to go and confront Dorothy. Yeah, I don't know what's real, but I won't see Mother. Yeah, and then this is like the last part of the game. Uh, D, uh, Dorothy welcomes home Rion and says that he's made her proud. So Dorothy says, you know what? You've made me so proud. How about you go ahead and kill Lilia? And he's like, um, no, bro. I can't. Fat chance. (laughs) (laughs) A slave obeys. And then she, Dorothy, comes back with, well, you have to listen to me. I'm a god. Mm. And I'm also your mom's. And I'm arms, breasts, and a head on a wall. <laughs> yeah, it was very Geiger-like. Yeah, yes. I was thinking exactly the same. Thing. Mother, like, it's not just a box that is running math. It was a, it looked like a woman who was, how do we put this, like, tied in the T-pose, like, shackled to something. Yeah. You see this a lot in video games, though, something almost exactly like that. Like, half half a body attached to a, something. Yeah, it all started in Contra, right? Yeah. <laughs> It's all fucking weird. But basically, Rion Rion says, you know, you can go to hell. I'm here to kill you. So you fight, and then Rion uses the virus program to destroy Dorothy. Boom. The virus that was in Lilia's head. Yeah, they just stand next to each other and upload it somehow. Galarian style. Like Independence Day style. I didn't fully (laughs) understand that, but it got uploaded. And then Rio, then the end happens, which is very strange. I guess the Japanese ending is completely different than the North American one, but I only have the North American one, so that's what we're going with. And I shouldn't even mention that thing because I'm, I'm kind of interested to have the. You can cut it out. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's fine. I wonder what happens in the Japanese ending. Yeah, I, I really want to know now. So, Rion, I he basically just gives. Uh, does he give? He's like, just let me die. That's You're real, right? Yeah. And. I guess it's supposed to be a sack move, but it's not a sack move. No. no you're just dying anyway. You're just dying, and you're like, you know, don't even try. Well, Mother made you since you destroyed Mother. I think it. Mother wants me to die. Galarians. Yeah. But are you really a Galarian? Yeah. Are you? And then the end of the game is, I guess, Lilia escapes, and all the lights go out around Mushroom Tower and in the city. So Mother is, I guess, signifying Mother's dead. Yeah, yeah. Right. yeah I, I assumed he died because Mother was dead. It was just like a part of him. But are you are you for sure Galarian? I would <gasps> think so. Are you for sure Galarian? <laughs> <laughs> uh, they did make a sequel that was on PlayStation Two, and I believe Rion is also in that one. How? I'm basing that off the cover of the game. I thought he well, was he's a dead. fucking clone. They can just make seventy five other clones of him. Was he a clone? Or were they just messing with him? I don't know. There were at least two. He fought Kane, right? Yeah, that true. was a thing. Yeah. Well, there's at least three because the other one's dead. So, well, how'd they clone him and make him the same age as his sister? That's just like complicated science shit. You wouldn't even understand. Oh, the future. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, future science shit. I forgot. That's how they did it. Fair. I can't right. find any place <laughs> that uh, explains the 
ending of the Japanese version. I don't think it exists. I'll look it up. You guys talk amongst yourselves. Was it the best game you guys ever saw? So, I got nothing. Yeah, neither do I. <laughs> Wait, I got it here. It's uh, by, let's go ahead and thank B. Anderson for making this. Oh, Banderson. Nice. Banderson. That's just B. Anderson. Uh, <laughs> making this back on April 6th, 2000. The first version was August 29th, 1999. Okay. So in his version, after Dorothy fights Rion and they use the virus program to destroy her, she pleads, I am your mother, don't kill your mother. Rion says, sayonara, mama. (laughs) (laughs) And then after that, the following dialogue ensues. Lilia, let's get out of here before we die too. Let's hurry. Rion, no, Lilia, you got to go. It's no use. Don't say that. We're both going. I really thought I was Rion. I really thought... You are Rion. You're the only Rion in the world. Tired. I'm so tired. Go, Lilia. (laughs) No, we're going together. Don't say those things, Rion. Rion. Rion! And then it fades out to black. So he just kills himself? I think he actually dies from his wounds in the Japanese version, not the, no, you just leave. I'm like, I'm done now. (laughs) So it, there's not much of a difference yeah, in how he dies. Yeah. No, not really, I suppose. All right. If we're going to believe B. Anderson or Badderson. Yeah, I don't know. Sounds made up. <laughs> oh, there was an addiction mechanic in the game, too, if you took too many drugs. Yeah, obviously. Yeah, nice. That's This This game's all about addiction, just like Uncharted 4 is. Oh, we got a theme going. <laughs> just like the Coneheads. Yeah. <laughs> But you could take basically your combat was your telepathy. We never really mentioned that. Yeah, I didn't like. I didn't understand it when I watched the video. In, in the speed run, he kept like doing telepathy that raised the enemies off the ground and shook them around, and then he just ran through the rooms. Yes, that is one of them is to raise them up and fire. Like you, you kill people with psychic powers. You don't use magic or guns or fucking Mortal Combats. You just attack them with your brains. And one of the things you do is shorting. It's called. Which just causes their heads to explode, like scanner style. Uh, nice. Exactly. So that's pretty fun. But most of the gameplay and the stuff I watched, you just ran past most of the enemies. Yeah, it didn't seem fun. Well, it was no. 99. Yeah. It was a different time. Sure was. It's almost a classic. That's the whole game. So let's get to our final thoughts. Sounds good. Let's All start right. with uh let's start with uh you there, Chump Slap. Oh, me? What's he gonna answer? Well, oh, what, shit. what kind you of thoughts what? do you need? I, I thought Would I you had some for this. What'd Whoop. you score it? Did the story what? work for you? Shit. <laughs> <laughs> Would I play it now? The mechanic, like the fighting looked weird. The whole game looked like a ripoff of the first Resident Evil. Well, they were released around the same time. But. Yeah, but this looked like it was ripped off. It was tank controls. <laughs> yeah, had it, it's so weird. Bad controls. Ugh. No thanks. Story work for me? Uh, on a very basic level, I guess. You just wake up. You're like, oh, my God, what's happening? I got to find out. Oh, my God, there's a voice in my head. I got to find that person. Oh my god, let's save the world. 
<laughs> but I mean, that's what you were created to do. Were you? To find Lilia. Were you really a Galarian? It's too many questions. <laughs> Not even Why asked. do you doubt that he was a Galarian this whole time? Because what? They could have just been fucking with him. Like, tell him he's a Galarian and he has to listen to me. Look at the jerk thinks he's a Galarian. Yeah. <laughs> Idiot. <laughs> <laughs> I think maybe the Galarian... Was inside of us. Oh, the whole time. nice. Friendship is its own Galarian. <laughs> Perfect. So, so no, I story really didn't work, but yeah, generally fine, whatever. Total score out of 27 stars, six. Oh, sixer. Yeah. That's rough. That is rough. It, it was, is rough. That it is wasn't rough. really a good story. It wasn't. Good gameplay. I don't know what to tell you. Try harder next time, Galarians. <laughs> I, I, I would have thought the uh, the crazy bomb maker of the hotel would have gotten you at least four points. <laughs> Maybe it what did. Do I know? It, it gave it one more point than it would have gotten just because of that funniness and the penis tower. But no. So, all right. Well, let's move on to uh, you then, Dr. Scientist. I think Chump Slap has something he wants to ask you. What? what? Would you play it? What'd you score? Did the story work for you? Perfect. Would I play it? Maybe. It seems up my alley, sci-fi-ish. <laughs> yeah, it does. I mean, they got to change tank <laughs> controls, but who plays those? Nazis. That's the answer. Exactly. Yep. Did the story work for me? I actually enjoyed it. It was much better than most of Papa Scotch's picks. Mm. Thanks. And the sci-fi. That's, <laughs> that's an extremely <laughs> low bar, though. But you're welcome. But uh, it was sci-fi. I kind of liked it. That was. Uh, I actually think he was a Galarian created to find Lilia. Mm. What Not about like Chum Slaps doubting over there? Doubting what, Thomas. What about Shukane? Was he Galarian? No, he's just a robot. I don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't go over my head like it did Chum Slap. Yeah, it sure did. <laughs> but I, I actually enjoyed the story. It wasn't that. It was different than other ones we do, which is most of them. Or it was mostly the same or whatever, but I enjoyed the whole thing. I give it 12 stars out of 27. 12! Yeah. 12, wow. Ooh. Doubling Jeez the score Louise. of Chump Slap. That's why I'm scared to go first. I'm probably in the minority here. But anyway. So what? You know how many times I pick a score other than you two? I know, but <laughs> since it was Papa Scotch's game, I kind of want to hear what he's got to say about it. Let's, would he play Ooh, it? Oh, boy. Would he score it? And did the story work for him? Or somewhere in that order. Something like that. Yeah. Well, thanks for asking, guys. Um, would I play it? No, not as it is. I do think that it's... Well, the, I mean, it's hard to get past tank controls. But even if they fixed that, uh, probably wouldn't play it in the state it's in. Uh, we, we come to it often and say a remake would be awesome. I just assumed that was... Yeah. So, I I think this... Did the story work for me? I think it had good bones. Of a story. Like, I think it was a neat concept that they created a supercomputer that got in charge of everything eventually. And then it gained sentience and then decided, hey, I'm the supreme race here. So what do I need all these stupid humans for? I'm trying to take over the world here. Mm-hmm. Which classic, you know, sentient robot story. But I like the idea that they basically hacked human beings with drugs to make them the best warriors. Okay. Which is something mm-hmm. a, a cold, calculating robot would do, right? Yeah, yeah. so would people. 
I think yeah, it happened so, in Hayes. <laughs> Captain so America. So I, I think the story worked. Was it the best we've ever seen? No. But final score, I'm going to go ahead and give it a 10. Because no. I think I think the story was mostly there. The combat was, I thought, was an interesting concept that you didn't use weapons. You just used your brain, which I guess created effects that weapons would create. And really anyway. bad controls. Yeah. Yeah. And I like the idea that you didn't have ammo. You had drugs to take. Which, you know, but that's, the, that's the, I think, the message we want to purvey is that... <laughs> drugs are good. Okay. Okay. All right. So that's it. Uh, let's go ahead and move on to our favorite segment of every week. And what's which that? Is Scientist Tom Hanks Film Lock of the Week. It's a Tom Hanks film, and it's good. Every week, we ask Dr. Scientist for a 100% guaranteed gambling lock on what's a great piece of Tom Hanks content. So... This week, Dr. Scientist, what do you got? Got, oh, an amazing, a movie almost exactly like this game where technology is created and runs amok a little bit. We got the great Tom Hanks film also starring Emma Watson? The Circle. Mm, the Circle, Ooh, not the, the Square. The Circle. <laughs> what did you say? It's not the Square. <laughs> yeah. The Circle. I actually... Just watched that movie this week because I didn't have any clue what it was. So it kind of fits in. They, Tom Hanks runs a social media type company, mm. and they start creating. Does he become God? He starts. The technology starts to overcome things, and they start. It's a good movie. It's a good flick. You should watch it. All right, I'll check it out. It is a sure thing. <laughs> <laughs> and that'll bring us to our favorite segment of every week, which is Chump Slaps. Fuck, Mary kill. Fuck, Mary kill. With a chump slap. <laughs> so every week, uh, Dr. Scientist and I pick three characters from the game we just went over, and Chump Slap has to decide which one he's going to marry, which one he's going to have sex with, and which one he's going to murder. Ooh. So, fuck, Mary kill. <laughs> this week, uh, we gave the game a score of 28 out of 81 possible stars. And I get to choose two of our characters this week. It's my turn in the rotation. Mm, can't wait. I mean, there is, oh, God, it's tough because there's not a whole lot of characters. And we refrain from picking children. Yeah, so there's really not much to go with if here. If they're really robots, are they children? If they're Galarians, are Galarian children children? Wow, that sounds racist. It is. Somehow it does. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> All right, so then I'm going to pick... Dr. Lem. Ooh, Lem. shoe cane. Shoe cane, yeah. Shoe, good old, old, I know he's going to marry him just for the shoe cane. <laughs> and then I'm going to pick the crazy purple ro- robed priest who wanted his money. <laughs> okay. What do you got I thought, there, uh, I, Dr. Scientist? When you said purple rose, robed priest, I thought it was going to be a dick joke. <laughs> and maybe it was. <laughs> Surprisingly, it wasn't. All right, you got... What, were the cho- what did you say? Priest. The priest. Shoe cane. Shoe cane. And we'll go with... Mother. Dorothy. Ooh. Nice. All right. She does have boobies, so... Yeah, I think I'll marry Dorothy because she... Knew it! The power. She's a god. Yep. Yeah. (laughs) She's got those... That sweet hair. I thought you were going to say boobies. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I was right there too. I'm like, what is he gonna say? We're gonna have to edit it out soon. What's he gonna say? 
No, it's got that crazy hair that like just it looks like robots. Yeah, like Doctor Octopus. Is that was that his name? Doctor Octopus is a scientist that has arms, but yeah, didn't perfect his, parallel. Didn't her hair do shit like that? I yep. thought it did. All right. Anyway, she's getting married. Uh, the priest. priest is gonna die, just cause. <laughs> oh. Fuck him. Seemed like a scam artist. He just fun, fucking wants money. Oh, you mean like every other priest? Oh. oh hot take. <laughs> and I guess we're just going to have the... Fuck Shoe Kane. Fuck Shoe Kane. <laughs> oh, yeah. I thought he was going to kill Shoe Kane and take the cane. I really did. Oh, that priest just rubbed me the wrong way. <laughs> oh, another <laughs> oh. joke. That wasn't even... Oh. <laughs> Rubs a lot God. of kids the wrong way. Oh. So, fuck that sweet, sweet shoe cane. <laughs> <laughs> Marry the God and kill the priest. Makes Perfect. sense. Uh, you heard it here first. Murdering priests is not an official plot of time sanctioned event, so please do not go murder your priest. This is a totally fictional scenario with that one specific priest from the game who just really wanted his money. I don't know what his deal was. Yes. Classic priest. <laughs> Yeah. Well, let's say there was another priest out there with purple robes who really wanted his money who was staying at the Babylon Hotel, and he was very offended by this game, and he wanted to write five to 6,000 words <laughs> about why you're wrong there, Sir Trump Slap. Where would he send that email to? Well, you could send that to plottytime at gmail.com, and I'd, I'd love to hear your opinion because it's false. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. And uh, say someone wanted to get to us quicker and faster on the socials, probably about why... Uh, Mother's definitely the correct choice to marry. Where would they get to us on the socials there, Dr. Scientist? At Plotty Time on Instagram and Twitter. Perfect. And I, isn't there something new we just released that there's another way people can listen to our podcast? Is, what is, is that is again? Is there a way you can listen to it and watch nothing at the same time? Uh, exactly. I think you can check out YouTube. Oh, oh what's that channel shit. on YouTube? I, I'm pretty sure it's Plotty Time. <laughs> <laughs> That is correct. Go on YouTube, search Flotty Time. We have every single episode up unto this one, episode number 69. Oh, 69. So that does it for us. Get out there, go play some games, and go watch us on YouTube. It'll be great. Yeah, check out Wrong Cops. Just like Coneheads. <laughs> Later.